Anna. All right. Uh, I know that Avery isn't here because, um, well, you know, everybody gets one day off uh, from the anti Um Only mm-hmm. one. And Avery's using Ever. today as the day. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted to talk about our new mascot uh, that we bought from FIFA uh, and Qatar. Uh, Laib. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 their name is the Arabic word meaning super skilled player, and he belongs to a parallel mm-hmm. mascot verse that is indescribable. Everyone is invited to interpret what it looks like. Laib encourages everyone to believe in themselves as now is all. He will bring joy <laughs> of football to everyone. <laughs> FIFA is creating a parallel mascot verse. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, we're we're in the mascot metaverse now. Hold Anna? on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that a parallel universe to our universe, or is that parallel universe to other mascot universes? I, maybe, maybe it's both. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Hold on, why does the picture look so much different from the fucking float? Well, I mean, look, uh, giving, giving like a piece of cloth, uh, uwu anime eyes, uh, and the ability to do soccer, um, the courageous and uplifting Laib has attended every previous FIFA World Cup tournament and has contributed to some of the most famous moments in football history, including a number of iconic goals. Huh? Uh, I I love that this mascot is some sort of dimensional hopping time traveling ghost that has inserted its uh, existence. It's a soccer god. It's some kind of soccer deity. Well, that Laib will be Laib will be everywhere, welcoming the world, inspiring young fans, and cheering the action during the tournament, which will play take place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Fans, here it is. Laib is known for his youthful spirit, spreading joy and confidence everywhere he goes. Laib comes from a parallel world where tournament mascots live. It is a world where ideas and creativity form the basis of characters that live in the minds of everyone. <laughs> okay, when we were joking before so, this episode about it's... about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, that's not necessarily wrong. It's Chalk Zone. <laughs> It's fucking Chalk Zone. They're described as Chalk Zone from the TV show Chalk Zone, but without, uh, like, a chalkboard. It's It's, it's the Scribble Knots universe. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's literally, like, it's an, but, but specifically, it's an alternate dimension where if you think something or make a character in this universe, it exists in that universe. Uh, yeah, it's the universe. The, it, it's the universe of bad ideas. It's the premise, or like that's like the premise of like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. What the fuck yes? Is this? Uh, th- th- this is some sort of weird deific imaginary friend that FIFA has conjured. What the fuck? Uh, we just started talking about this with zero context, and I love that because we're the only people who are going to be talking about Laib. <laughs> The we don't official like, mascot. We don't like soccer, but we just saw this weird billowing cloth creature 
And we had to know more. We we couldn't we couldn't leave it alone. And now we know too much. See, the thing is, they don't say what Laib is. He's Laib is the that the specific kind of headwear, uh, where it's like a thing on top with the ropes, and then it's got like that that sheet that hangs behind. I do not know what that is called. Um. I don't think it's a. It's not a. It's not a, a Muslim thing, is it? Um, I'm looking this up. Uh, uh, it is. Let me just check. I will help this out. Ah, uh, uh, it's a gutra uh, or gutra. Um, gutra. It's uh, it, yeah. It's it's like a loose piece of cloth that is uh held together by a, a headband. Um, it's not a smock. No, it's 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 Gutra. Uh, How do you spell that? G U T R A. Oops, put two R's somehow. Uh, it could also be uh, G H U T R A. Kefir. It could also be an a gal. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, the gal like th- is 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 the band itself. Okay, I was. I was also correct. It has like a thousand names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, it turns out when you live in the desert and you just throw a piece of yeah. cloth over top of your head, uh, a lot of cultures do that. Um, the the kefia or kufia, also known in Arabic as a gutra, semak, khata, and in Persian, a kafia or kafia. Um, yeah, it's... Um, but but it's but it's like, a sentient it, it's a sentient one of those. Yeah, it's a sentient kefia. It's it's it's, it's, a, the, it's it's yeah. a, it's a living piece of cloth and a band uh with anime <laughs> eyes. With the most anime <laughs> eyes. You you know you know how um there's that joke about you could just put a couple of like uwu anime eyes on anything and it'll become like instantly likable because of how human brains work. Uh that's what they did with this. That's that's all they did. I believe, um, hold on, let me see. It's history. Here we go. Introducing Laib. Okay, this website it forced me. I had to. <laughs> it, it had, what the fuck? Laib. This thing is not from this year. Well, if you, you know, if, if you read what we, if you listen to what we said, it's existed forever. Forever. I know, but, but specifically that picture you sent, that looks like it's from like the 90s, right? It or could be. I, I, I seriously don't know. Um, we should probably start this like episode. We should. I, I just, the first openly trans mascot, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> what? What? No, we're not. Meet Laib, the first openly trans mascot to represent a host nation in the World Cup. Please be sure to thank Qatari state officials online for platforming this fabulous young hero. Okay, look, I'm. I have like far be it for me to deny trans identity, but. Um, is this a? It joke? strikes me as curious and strange uh, that uh, both FIFA or Qatar would do this. Is that a joke? That has to be a joke, right? 
I think it is. I don't know what's a joke Why anymore. Hey, you know what is it? You, like you know what is a joke though? Hmm. This fucking opening. Let's go. Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> I need to get out of here. I'm gonna fall down this rabbit hole. I'm pressing the bailout on this. Oh, what? That is, it's, that is the opening music. Oh, hello, and welcome to Conditional Materials, a show where friends just talk about shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, who are you? Hi, I'm Anna. I'm your early morning recording host, Anna. I already said my name. Jesus. Wow, it really is early morning, if that's how you're going to respond to this. <laughs> hey, I'm John, and I'm your uh, functions well in the morning host. Uh, as we said in the I don't intro, even drink coffee. Avery, Avery's taking a break this week. Um, Avery's got gun um, stuff to do. I think, yeah. Uh, uh, I am literally sitting here drinking coffee because I'm I, I, exhausted. I, I, I'm powerful, and I need no coffee. Oh, um, all right. I mean, so yeah. So the energy's a l- uh, obviously the energy's a little weird. Uh, Anna's uh, engine is still revving up. I'm always tired, but not tired not enough to convert to coffee. It's also just that I spent most of this week. Being like, all right, I have to figure out. <laughs> I have to figure out what this week is going to be, because I genuinely, for a solid like six to seven hours this week, I was like, Twitter's, it's going down. Like it's not, it, the website's just gonna crash. Like, uh, like uh, obviously, uh, now with hindsight, I understand. Yes, of course, it's it's. You know, let's just make this the first thing we talk about. Yeah. I mean, look, I, it's weird. I know in our ongoing coverage of Twitter on Twitter shit. Yeah. So earlier this week, uh, Elon's Elon made this like ultimatum, essentially, where he was like, hey, listen, you need to commit to quote unquote hardcore work or whatever the fuck he said mm-hmm. by this specific time on this day or you're done. Well, uh, that day went and uh, passed, and uh, most of Twitter staff said, fuck you. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, maybe if you'd said that on day one, uh, instead of spending like a week and a half just arbitrarily firing people and making people sleep at the office and just kind of like being a horrible boss, you could have gotten somewhere. Like you, you, yeah. you could have like gotten enough like buy-in, but if you do all of those things and say, and now the hard times will begin, it's kind of like, well, do I need to do this? No, I, I have self-respect. There's also um, some weird shit going on with that. Um, so I got to make sure I'm saying this right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um. There's about 230-something, uh, uh, last time I checked. I could be wrong about that. Um, employees left at Twitter, um, mm-hmm. down from 7,000. 
a hundred percent of payroll is gone um yeah but like we were saying like almost all of twitter is automated at this point um which means that with no one there to watch it eventually this shit will start to break down and that could be weeks or even months um but like for payroll shit no one really knows what's going on there um oh and there was some see here's the thing it's like sunday and we've had like eight world-changing stories about twitter this week and saying them in order doesn't feel right because like uh like there was the day that like uh twitter announced they were shutting down like their offices and like were suspending badges for months and people were like oh my god what's happening and then it turned out that like they just fired the guy who was in charge of making sure badges were working and and then elon called him back to the office to like help them fix it and he tweets he tweets that out he tweets that out he's like yeah um i was fired and then they like an hour after i was fired they asked me to come back to the office to help out and elon musk tweets at him and says hey thanks man (laughs) like so pathetic but like then after that is when everything hit the fan and like everyone was like Twitter's done and genuinely for like some time like during the night people were tweeting like it was the last day on Twitter and I mean like sure whatever who cares it wasn't Twitter's obviously still up at least as of this recording on yeah. November 20th um but yeah, there's some interesting things going on. So there's like about 200 employees left. Most of those employees are HB1 uh, immigrants. Um, oh, you mean so they're slaves? Yeah. Uh, apparently, last yesterday, um, this is 100% true. I want to make it very clear. This is true. Uh, yesterday, a team at Twitter sat Elon Musk down and wrote on a whiteboard um the most basic ass like like i understood it yeah um outline of like this is the shit that this is how twitter works this is how the front end does this and Mm -hmm. this turns into this this is and it's literally like a flow chart and (laughs) it's like (laughs) all like i i had i haven't been really saying it on this show but um for like years but all of your other podcasts you've been on (laughs) well actually no i have been saying this on this show like elon musk does not know coding oh yeah no computer guy he's got like the same understanding that like most people do of like how most things work which is elon musk doesn't have any like engineering degrees he just has like some fake ass like bullshit degree from like the university of wisconsin or something like that no, 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 no. That's the fucked up thing. This was a, a, a tweet. This was like a thread of tweets that someone had made recently. Um, he was he was an HB1 uh, or, or whatever the, the version is that lets you study. Mm-hmm. Um, he was failing like all of his classes. And but because he was already a millionaire and his dad owned an emerald mine, he like essentially was given a free um yeah like like a free diploma for not doing anything 
and his diploma was in physics, um, which he knows nothing about. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. It's a it's a diploma that does not serve him. It's ridiculous. Um, he 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 has he has the equivalent of like a celebrity getting an honorary degree. Essentially, yeah. Uh, but it was like his. It was like his, his reason for staying in the country. Like the only reason he is a citizen is because of this fake ass degree he was given. Um. Uh, yeah. Like we didn't talk about this last week, but there is this um. I can't remember what this is called. Uh, it's like a form of firewall that hasn't been like recognized since like the nineties, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elon Musk was tweeting about it like this year, like last week. And he was like, Twitter does this. And, and every like engineer that was still working at Twitter was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not, I haven't had to deal with that since like, the late 80s early 90s and it's because elon musk does know how to code for like a computer that was like you know 30 years old yeah (laughs) so we've run into this issue where the world's richest man owns a website that he knows nothing about literally nothing about he doesn't understand how it works he doesn't understand like how like how it works on the surface level or how it works technically. And because he knows neither of those things, he is just firing everyone at, like at all at once for no reason. Um, and so, yeah, uh, yesterday, as of this recording, um, Elon was just le- letting, was just keeping these poor HB one <laughs> like employees at Twitter offices, like, past 1 a.m. Yeah, like, no. Uh, just, like, despicable they're, they're, shit. There've been, there's been a lot of talk about uh, Elon, like, basic... I mean, about people at Twitter just basically being, like, forced to sleep at their desks. Uh, which, honestly, should be illegal. But, uh... And it, it should be illegal. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, I mean, the entire HV1 visa should not exist, but that's uh, that's a story for a different day. Um, See, at least in, like, Australia or some shit, they just, like, they're just, like, go work on a fucking farm. <laughs> at least yeah, they, the, like, the thing- contribute, contribute to our society in, like, a meaningful way. Yeah, in America, HV1 visas are just a way to, like, have uh, in-country slavery uh, where they yeah. go, like, oh, uh, we, we now own your, um, your visa, your passport and visa. We, we now hold these. Or the company we're contracting now holds these. Um, if you say or do anything, we will revoke it, and you will be like put into an American prison and just like fucked. Uh, A fun thing to think about is that um, every every time something weird happens with Twitter, it's, it's fun to remember that the Saudis are the second biggest uh, investor on. Yeah. Twitter. <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, people don't really talk about uh, how much Saudi Arabia just has uh, unmitigated access to your tweets. Uh, for a while, they were just um, for a while they were just like sending over interns to do spycraft. Uh, that that was their <laughs> trick. 
they, yeah. they would just send over interns and just be like, hey, could you just, just like put these guys into Twitter security? And Twitter would be like, yeah, okay, all right, I guess. And then they would just be searching the entire time for dissidents uh, tweeting uh, so that they could just like send it back to Saudi officials and have them disappeared. Uh, it's cool and good. And the United States says that Saudi Arabia is an ally to this day, even though everything that Saudi Arabia does is evil. Apparently, um, apparently tweeting joinmastodon.com forces yeah. you to like... Uh, it it, it See, seems like... Twitter is like I, blocking you from saying, uh, "Hey, uh, I, I gotta leave." There's a a a reply to this that says that uh, the the Mastodon, like someone who who works on Mastodon, mm-hmm. uh, is saying the correct domain is joinmastodon.org. We only bought the .com a few weeks ago after a press article incorrectly linked to it. Previously, there was a spam page on it. Okay, I have to say, not owning Mastodon.com because you own Mastodon.org is stupid and bad. You that yeah. that that was your fault. That that that's not. Yeah. I mean, I understand your branding.org is like a whole. Yeah, but if you want to like... be like a real website, uh, you should either have the domains of .cool or .com. Every other website, unless you're like you know .pizza. I mean, sure. Look, if we could afford to own dot uh, dot pizza domain, we would. But we're we're poor. Sorry, I'm looking up cool dot pizza. There's a there's a place in Koreatown, Los Angeles, open from 10 a.m. to midnight every day. Oh no, yeah, 10 a.m. to midnight every day. It's called the Cool Pizza Club. It looks like they are opening soon. This looks like shit. Sorry, I just had to Google yeah, cool dot pizza. I understand. Hey Anna, uh, mm-hmm. do you know do you know what works in life? Mm. Gunning down Shinzo Abe. <laughs> like the man who gunned down Shinzo Abe uh, is winning from a prison cell as Japan drafts a bill that would allow uh, children's or spouses of followers of religious groups to claim some of the donations if it was made under conditions deemed to be problematic. So, see, this is my thing about, like... Like, people talk shit about Japan, and I agree. Japan is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the very least at least their lawmakers are fucking competent. Like when something, when someone feels desperate enough to build a homemade pipe gun and shoot the prime minister to death, uh, Former prime the minister. very least, whatever. The whole point is that like the, <laughs> I mean, this is a draft bill. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's a draft, but, but, but you know, it's still like the lawmakers in Japan can look at that and go, well, he probably had a good reason to start doing that. So we should look into why he did it. Well, I mean, this is also in between like the divestment of the conservative party from the Moonies um, and just other stuff where people are like, people are like, yeah, no, uh, the weird amount of scam cults that go on in Japan. We want our money back. Uh, Because that's, like, a a big problem in Japan is, like, scam cults. It's not just the Moonies. The Moonies are the biggest one. But um, because of kind of, like, 
the social, economic, and societal conditions of Japan, it's rife for uh, weird cults. America What's just... That? America doesn't have enough like weird cults anymore. We used to have more, but it, it all kind of got well, folded. It all got... Well, all the, all the cults got like crumpled together into one thing. Well, um, it, I... It, it, Kind of. It like all got like all the weird cults got crumpled into evangelical Christians um somehow. Well they got crumpled into evangelical Christians, but like a lot of QAnon is just old yeah. school like cult shit. Oh no, obviously. Um, but it's but it's like, you know, they're honestly you're really missing something by having like uh a dude who is quote unquote charismatic, but it looks like he hasn't like had a shower in six weeks. Or a guy who looks like a bank manager. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Jim Jordan. Like, just a guy um, who looks like a bank... Well, the other problem is that, like... Uh, oh, no, Jim Jordan's the, the U.S. representative. <clears throat> I was going to say, the other problem is that, like, uh, all of the people who would be cult leaders in America just went on to found Twitter. Because, uh, like, Jack looked like a fucking cult leader. He really does, doesn't he? Or, or you know, they're like Jared Leto or something like that. It, the, <clears throat> the problem is that like America just like is like ah, if you're hot enough, you can just be in movies. You can be a cult leader in a movie. Sure, why not? Doesn't matter. Or, or like a, a Kanye's weird like Donda cult thing. Yeah, that uh, broke down. Um, Which is just evangelical Christians. Like that is just Christianity again. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the boring thing is that it's just like uh. Evangelical Christians um, have tacked so crazy and so weird and take up so much of the, the like, cult space that you're like, yeah, no, uh, it's either this, the Moonies, or being a Mormon. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking, I miss the old days. The good old days where you could just be a... Just be a fucking uh... the, the the good old days where you could be a homesteader with like sixteen like f- small families having like you know a five mile uh, area and just like it turns out yeah no um we're all just fucking we're we're all just fucking and doing some sort of weird uh Jesus's cousin Chris uh told me last week that uh Lord's a coming and uh, uh, we got to get ready you know. by by doing group sex. That weird thing where you could just be some kind of drifter, you can't really read, you never graduated any school ever, and the FBI just gives you a bunch of LSD and tells you to make a cult, and then you yeah. kill a bunch of you kill a bunch of famous people in Hollywood. Anyway, go read uh uh go read chaos. <laughs> go read chaos. Um Hey, or, or I will say this. Uh, uh, one second. Um, you could, you could also um, be somebody who you know, who grew up in a cult, but was so uh, much of an incel that even the sex cult nobody wanted to fuck you, and then you would go on to assassinate <laughs> one of the American presidents. oh that's a true story by the way god uh also a fun fact if you've ever seen oneida wear oneida was originally founded as a sex cult really 
Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Speaking um, of sex cults, uh, Nancy Pelosi has stepped down. Um, or it says she's going to step down. Um, my favorite thing about this story is that the way NBC talks about this is it starts with Pelosi 82. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, Nancy Pelosi, um, the hammers will continue until more people quit. Um, she really all so- of her actionable threats last week just got to her and she was like, you know what? These people at the conditional materials podcast, they're right. <laughs> we, we made Pelosi retire. <laughs> um, yep. I just love, well, you know what? I, I want to give her credit where credit's due, you know? She's def- she's at least stepping down to let in the next generation of 70-year-olds <laughs> take her place. No, 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 no. Um, The next person who's in line is, like, a 50-year-old dude who is more conservative than Nancy Pelosi. Uh, like it looks like it's supposed to be some dude from New York, which is hilarious. Um, because that would mean both, uh, both houses would be controlled by um, the only state in the United States uh, that lost Democrats, uh, Democrat seats, um, all because uh, the Democratic machine in New York is so conservative and so afraid of, um, like slightly progressive challengers. That they uh Jerry they gerrymandered the entire state to go to Republicans. Amazing. Uh thank you. Uh the like the lasting legacy of the Cuomos. <laughs> Speaking of the lasting legacy of the Cuomos, uh Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, he's back in the news. My favorite guy. I love talking about Kevin Spacey. Um because Chris Tucker isn't in the news much. Uh, it's the only reason I like talking about Kevin Spacey. Um. <laughs> hey, h- how many flights was he on with Jeffrey Epstein? Just how oh, many? more. So many. More than enough. H- how, many, um, how many of the witnesses in his sexual assault schemes have uh, mysteriously disappeared or been found dead? All of them. <laughs> isn't it all of them? Yeah, something like that. Kevin Spacey, victims, death. Uh, so the, the news story is that Kevin Spacey is facing new criminal charges, including sexual assault in the UK, which uh, leads me to wonder if he will be putting out a new Let Me Be Frank video uh, this year for the holidays, because... Uh, if, if if listeners don't know about the Let Me Be Frank videos in which he he plays uh, his character Frank Underwood from House of Cards, uh, many people suspect that that is him, uh, that those videos are him making coded messages to the uh, crown royalty of England. Uh, and you might be wondering, why would Kevin Spacey know the crown royalty of England? Uh let me point you to a picture of Kevin Spacey and one Ghislaine Maxwell sitting on the th- British royal throne. 
Uh, is that the royal th- throne? Yes. I couldn't. It, it is a throne. It is one of the thrones. It might be the the sort of like day receiving throne, but it is 110% one of the British royal thrones. It is if the not, British throne. Okay. See, I, I, I keep seeing this picture and, and what I'm, the more I, I see this picture, the more I'm thinking of like, what the fuck are these thrones? What are these chairs? Because they're not, they can't be the throne because they wouldn't let anyone but whoever was ordained by God. Uh, well, um, I mean, uh, if you if you do enough pedophilia with the crown prince of England, uh, now king of England, I think you're allowed to do a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, the more I'm looking at this, it is absolutely a hundred percent. Those are the the thrones yes. because it was uh, now Buckingham Palace allows for like public tours of of the palace, I believe. But uh, no, he is literally sitting on a throne next to Ghislaine Maxwell, and I guess the question is, how much more of the depraved cabal could you be a part of? Um, like, uh. But again, um, yeah, so Kevin Spacey is rumored to have been, uh, to be uh, very good friends with noted sex pest who can't sweat the King of England. Oh, we should also say um, kind of a, 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 a small update on the Ghislaine trial. Um, uh, there are some Epstein documents that are being unsealed. <gasps> There, there's there, there's an unsealed tranche of Epstein documents. Uh, according to the Washington Examiner, the names of eight Jeffrey Epstein associates are to be revealed following court orders. Multiple <gasps> John Doe's. But Unindi- some of the unindicted co-conspirators might be revealed. Yeah, it's not specific enough. A judge agreed to make public the names of several John Doe's who tried to keep their identity secret in the long-running litigation between Jeffrey Epstein's associate Ghislaine Maxwell and Virginia Guffrey. One of them, however, identified as John Doe 183 and court filings will remain anonymous despite being the subject of intense media coverage. Oh, I bet that is the King of England. And was repeatedly named in Maxwell's sex trafficking trial. I bet Um, that is the King of England. I think, I mean, that's got to be Trump, Spacey. Uh, It's got to be. Yeah, no, it's like Trump or Spacey or, again, the King of England. It's so weird. Um, I See, see, you know what's so fucked up about my brain and how it thinks about the world at large? I forgot we have a King of England. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I I only thought about it just now. That's why I keep saying the King of England um, because I I need to solidify it. I've been thinking of the Queen of England for so long that she's dead. Like Yeah, no, the Queen of England is dead and they 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 made the they made a king of England. They made a king of England and they made a king of England done. and I can't believe they decided out of all the people who could have been king of England, they decided on the guy who uh lied so badly and said I didn't have sex with this underage girl uh because she said I was sweaty and at that time because I went to the Falklands I couldn't sweat uh while he's <laughs> profusely sweating under these interrogations uh only to then to be like well that then at some point later on I got fixed uh was later followed up in that line of questioning and it's just so hilarious you... I this is um Huh. How much do you think either Dirsch paid her off 
or you know what? I don't want to do this. I was going to say because Virginia Guffrey dropped her lawsuit against Dershowitz. Uh, it's hard. I mean, you know, I, I don't I, I, I don't want to say. Yeah, let, let's not let's not speculate. Yeah. Let's, uh, not, let's not speculate. Uh, the 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 Dersh is the Dersh. The Dersh is um, a dirty pervert monster man who uh, should probably be put in jail. But uh, you know whatever. Uh, who who has never who has never received a uh, uh, a massage from anyone other than his wife. <laughs> um. Speaking of receiving, um, a Portland landlord received a. A, a sword <laughs> you know in the, tr- uh, in the chest more landlords should receive swords uh so it's truly the gift that keeps on giving apparently um and this is like peak landlord shit mm-hmm. of like uh, if you've ever had a landlord just appear in your house like using your bathroom or whatever um like you just have the right to kill them like <laughs> I, I okay so yes i i i 110% seen that um uh like i i i very rarely interact with the the people who are my landlords um but uh the last landlords that i had cuz my 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 apartment got sold um a while ago uh, when they were trying to like, when they were in the process of like getting the apart like the apartments appraised and like getting stuff checked out, uh, one day they just showed up and were like, "Can we come in?" And I was like, "No, you you, you like in my contract there is a you need to give twenty four hours notice before you can come in." And I was right. like, "Please provide written notice before um, deciding to come here." And uh, you know uh, that's. <laughs> Uh, that, uh, you know, uh, much like vampires, uh, landlords should honor those fucking contracts. And if they don't, uh, you should be able to stake them in the heart. So apparently this is way worse than I thought it was. Um, cause the story I had heard was that the, um, the Portland landlord, Justin Valdivia had like ran at his tenant with like a, a a scary Halloween mask as mm-hmm. like the way it was like framed to me. I thought this was like, Oh, this is this dude trying to make a joke and his tenant stabbed him with a sword. Apparently this dude was like, uh, like lost his mind. Mm. Um, he shared the Elliott neighborhood, blah, 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 blah. The 31 year old tenant said he felt certain the landlord would eventually do something terrible for weeks, the landlord had been harassing uh, Robert Bainter, who is the 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 guy who stabbed guy. him by yeah. text, phone, and email. Bainter said other tenants who leased rooms in the home individually from Valdivia also grew wary of him. Once Valdivia tried to enter the Northeast Rodney Avenue rental at 4 a.m. without permission, people were on the edge, staying up all night to make sure he wasn't coming into the house. What the fuck? One of Valdivia's four tenants. Ended his lease because he could no longer afford his room's $750 rent, but he stayed in the house, couch surfing in the home's living room with tenant's permission. Within 
Within the month, the landlord would become Portland's 69th homicide victim. Nice. Killed after entering the house around 1 a.m. while wearing a slasher film mask and carrying a hammer and a pellet gun painted black to look like a firearm, which he pointed at Wallace. Afraid for his life, Wallace charged Valdivia and stabbed him in the chest with a sword he had borrowed for protection. Police had borrowed? It wasn't even his sword? Um, Damn. Imagine imagine um, having to be the guy who you borrowed that sword from. And just be like, so uh, can I get my can I get my sword back? I got like a cosplay thing to do next week, and um, you just it's, go. It's been seized sorry. by the police as yeah. evidence in a murder. Yes, <laughs> and you just yeah, like, I have off. Yeah, hey, Magfest is in a couple weeks. I need my sword back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I used it to kill my landlord. <laughs> Yeah, it's like sorry, uh, my, that, that, that thing you let me is like in a murder investigation right now, and you're just like, God, this is why I don't lend people shit. Either that, or it's like, like your friend is one of those sword guys who's just like, yeah, the sword is the perfect weapon. <laughs> they like, I mean, this is uh, they this give is him similar. the sword, and he they give him the sword. He uses it to kill the the landlord, and then he is let off because it's in self defense. And the guy who gave him the sword is like, "Huh? Am I right? Swords, huh?" <laughs> uh, th- th- this is uh, th- this is a compa- this has to be a companion piece to that um, uh, TikTok of uh, that one guy showing up to like uh, chase a uh, a bad ex boyfriend away with his sword. I don't know. If oh yeah, he that. shows up. He shows up with with just full mall ninja regalia. He's wearing mm-hmm. the like. The like open Hawaiian shirt that's got like the weird blue and black flame printed on it. He's he, holding. He's a just sword doing. At he's just hip. doing full Ricky from uh from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> he's got like he's got like weird like paracord dangling from him. <laughs> uh, and he's just like, I got me my Bowling katana. Shorts. You better, you best step off. And like the the boyfriend is literally shaking. <laughs> like literally standing that you can see him like physically shaking and the brothers just standing there like so that is a cool ass video if you haven't seen it look that up that is the coolest fucking video ever um god that's so fucking funny <laughs> uh i you know what i i believe there will be uh <laughs> there's just like 20 years from now it will just be like pre-meiji restoration uh just dudes will like everybody will be carrying around their own sword um it, it will it will well, be like some sort of like blade slash equilibrium gun sword kata combo that every everyone will just be rolling with the, that was like sort of like the, the cyberpunk around... future that we have all dreamed of that was sort of the energy around uh when Texas was like, yeah, open carry swords are a thing now. Uh, that was like the energy for a while of like people were just like, yeah, let's 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 do this. Uh, <laughs> and like, I, I, as far as I'm aware, that's still a thing, right? I'm sure it Texas is. I mean, it's Texas, like whatever. Sword open carry. Texans can own and operate open and uh, wait. Texans can own and openly. <laughs> Carry knives, switchblades, pocket knives, blah, 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 spears, swords, and throwing stars. Oh, gr- yes. you know what? I uh, Texas is horrible, but I just like the idea of 
uh, the, the, the dude rocking like a partisan on his back, just like walking through everyday life and like looking at the sword guy and being like, ah, oh, you, you pitiful little, you pitiful little piece of trash with your four foot reach. Look at this 12 feet of pure killing steel right here. This range <laughs> that I have. The unmitigated range of a, ha- uh, of a spear, partisan, or halberd. <laughs> While you... <laughs> While you were studying uh, the sword, I was studying the spear and becoming such a giga-chad. I studied the steel, and it's just like, like a sword in one hand, spear in another, like doing this weird like dual-wielding shit. <laughs> S- launching your halberd at somebody only to rush towards them sword in hand <laughs> it's weird, like yeah no, uh, and, and it, it, you, but it, you... but it's one of those halberds with a flag on it so you're doing uh the sick like uh romance of the three kingdoms like uh spear yeah. flag stuff to like uh distract them slash obscure their field of vision and then you just like run through them with a sword god we're we're such fucking nerds <laughs> we're fucking we're fucking trash weebs uh, that's mall ninjas that's mall ninja shit i love like i i've I, i've joked in the past that i think that mall ninjas are fucking embarrassing or whatever but like genuinely mall ninja shit is objectively cool it's just so like cool in like a dumb way that uh, it's, like it's it's cringy weeb trash and like we just have yeah. to accept that we're we're cringy weebs uh, at our yeah hearts. oh a hundred percent speaking of someone who watches pro wrestling I'm a cringy weeb that's fair um speaking of um, somebody who's like I have I have two anime that I watch a week and now I'm thinking about picking up a third uh yeah um. Let's talk. Let's, let's move on from this because we can yeah. talk about Mall Ninjas forever. Uh, Ticketmaster, the DOJ is is investigating Ticketmaster. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, last last week or the week before, I was like, uh, Swifties rise up. Turns out, Swifties did rise up. So, uh, abusing its monopoly power over the live music industry. Why is the DOJ in charge of this? I don't know. It's weird. Um, I think uh while while this tweet has like the DOJ, I do also believe like uh Tennessee or some other states like state's attorney is investigating Ticketmaster as well. Um I I think part of it is that like the Department of Justice looking into it is uh because like the amount of scams that are going on is just so high that they're just like, all right, look, it's it's too scammed. It's too scammed up. Yeah, um, like genuinely, Ticketmaster, uh, like seventy percent, like over seventy percent of the ticket is like a bunch of fake ass scam fees that they uh, well, and they the provide. the. The, like, big problem is that, uh, oh, cool, um, this is really funny, um, I'm trying to check Twitter, and basically, even though I'm on a stable internet connection, no image will load on the site, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I I love Twitter, uh, yeah, if we want to jump back to Twitter, talking shit on Twitter, uh, no, 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 because I do want to do this, uh, apparently, um, like, people who have private locked accounts, who like this this you can just lock your own account to like 
prevent yeah. people from seeing them. They're showing up in people's like timelines, even though they're not following them. Um, which uh, is like super dangerous because people usually lock their accounts for like harassment reasons. Yeah, or uh, sometimes you lock your account um, because you or someone you know is like out for a very big job or something important. You don't want uh, the dumb shit you say on Twitter to like uh, hound you. Right, exactly. So it's like not great <laughs> that that's happening. Uh, but yeah, so apparently like, did you know that like Ticketmaster controls venues and stuff? Yes, I, I kind of saw that, but they they have like a lot of like weird connections to venues so that they I think I think this might be why the DOJ is looking into this is because from what I understand, Ticketmaster is like manipulating the pricing in a large portion of like major venues across the United States to artificially inflate ticket prices that then Ticketmaster will then inflate even more. This is also the second time that uh, the DOJ has tried to go against Ticketmaster. Because, like, in, I think it was, like, the early 90s, Pearl Jam was like, hey, Ticketmaster's doing a bunch of bullshit, and it's, like, it should be super illegal what they're doing. And then they, like, went to the Supreme Court with that, and then the DOJ was just, like, quietly, <laughs> like, closing I mean, their I shit. I have a feeling that um, I, I don't feel like the current political climate would allow for that. Back in the 90s, it's like, yeah, no, that was Clinton era. Clinton was just like, yeah, I'll suck a big business's dick. Um, blow, blow, blow some fat load money uh, all over my face. I, I just don't think that like the current um, the current climate will allow that. I also feel like the pressure from like looking at basically uh, $700 Taylor Swift tickets. Right. Um, I think is just ridiculous. I, I think that's one of those things where it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. The, the, the inherent contradictions within the system that is going on right now. It's like, I get like, I get the quote unquote supply and demand, but Taylor Swift better be like, how do I put this? Taylor Swift better be giving me an HJ for that amount of money. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's just like if a ticket is like $40, Ticketmaster is going to add $40 of fees on top of that ticket. Yeah. It's like, like it's why I, I like, I hate buying tickets in advance because even though like, uh okay so th this is not about Ticketmaster but this is just in general um a thing that I have noticed I want to buy tickets to some local venues in town they're like if you buy before day of it's two dollars less or it's like two to four dollars less like most mm -hmm. people have experienced this right but if I don't buy day of the transaction fees on the website are equal to or greater than buying at the door. Right. Um, so, so then I'm like, well, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, aside from tip. wanting to get the ticket beforehand, it's like, there's no point. A fun little tip from, uh, from the conditional materials. 
uh, is um, if you are um, looking to go to a venue and you like, and it's not like some gigantic venue. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like uh, specifically by us. I think the biggest venue would be like the Anthem um, in down in DC. Um, If it's like a smaller venue downtown that, you know, like they have a website, just buy their tickets off of their website from them. Um, most places, smaller places will allow you to do that. Um, Honestly, I was going to go a step further and just be like, call them and see if you can just uh, buy it from them at like, yeah, that was, that was, that was going to be my other buy through the website. That was going to be my other thing. My grandmother, um, she, um, she still buys tickets that way where she'll call the place and be like, I would like to secure some tickets. Um, how would I do this without going through your online thing at all? And they're always like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it'll be through. We can do it right here on the phone. Just give me your credit card information and we can work through this. Um, and they're, and it's always super chill because no one does this anymore. And so it's like once a day, someone does this. Um, which I mean, that sucks that like, this is where we are that, uh, <laughs> we're back to calling places to see if they, they can sell you a ticket over the phone. Um, yeah. Did you know that Bruce Springsteen's last tour, it was like $5,000 a ticket through Ticketmaster. Fuck off. Yeah, no. At that point, Bruce Springsteen better be on his knees blowing me. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, I I know I was joking about, like, paying six to $700 for a Taylor Swift ticket and one in an HJ from Taylor Swift. But, like... If, if I was going to spend... I would spend six to $700 to see Bruce Springsteen. Because it's Bruce Springsteen, you know? Sure. Like, like sure. regardless of whether or not you like his music, the man is a, like, the man is a folk legend at this point. He's not even a, 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 a an artist anymore. You say his name, and people instinctively know, you know, even if they don't know his name, know who he is, or instinctively, you know, they don't know, like, his music. You say Bruce Springsteen, and people are like, I know that name. That is a household name. And at that mm-hmm. point, $600, $700 seems like decent but that's that's like he's playing at a concert hall like he's playing at like a a, like a place that normally hosts symphonies and shit and he's like doing an acoustic set or something like that's what those ticket prices are like for 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 five thousand dollars i better be seeing like the resurrected buddy holly or some shit like that for seven thousand dollars there better also be like his opening act better be a full Bob Dylan concert. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it, just, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's just, it's a part of me is like, I can't believe it took this long. Uh, and it took, uh, yeah. Taylor Swift, uh, being this expensive to, to do it, but fine. Great. Good. No, good. I'm, is... I'm glad it's happening. And I, and you know, ta- the fact that, see, my thing is that like saying that, Oh, it's Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift is like one of the most popular artists ever like yeah no i mean i I, like i i uh i enjoy the occasional taylor swift song 
Uh, I feel a like, little embarrassed by by like that based on some other music Bona Fide is probably from what you've heard at the end of most of these episodes. But no, yeah. I do like but like you know what? Uh you don't become the most pop one of the most popular uh <laughs> Singer, well, that, like singers in, a, in in the world by not being good at singing and not having like catchy tunes it's not even, for me it's not even a matter of like oh i like or don't like this person taylor swift has been making music for almost 20 years and that needs to be put into perspective here is that like it's the year 2022 and we have been and, and taylor swift won a grammy in like 2011 right jesus like, christ right it just doesn't like, feel that uh, just Oof. Yeah, hold, I'm trying to remember when was the Kanye Grammy thing? Cause, uh, cause that was that was the thing. Is like, he's like Kanye's "I'm gonna let you finish." Was September yeah, yeah, they, uh, 2009. 2009. So even earlier. So he, yeah, she's she won a Grammy twelve years ago. So. To say that, like, 13. to say that, like, why, why is it, you know, why is it, well, 13, yes, thank you. Why is it uh, Taylor Swift? It's like, it's because Taylor Swift is, like, uh, at this point, uh, you know, one of the most prolific songwriters ever. I don't care if you think her music's good or not. I hate the Beatles, but, you know, <laughs> the Beatles are, like, a, the, one of the most popular bands on the planet. Yeah, no. Um so, Yeah, and that that's I think that's my only issue with like the rhetoric surrounding this is people are being like, well, it's Taylor Swift, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, cool, whatever, who gives a shit? It, oh, I mean I fact- like I, I earnestly would be like, look, uh, I think it's ridiculous for anybody, but I also think like it I, I think the thing about me saying it's Taylor Swift is more about the fervency of the Taylor Swift fans than anything to do with right. Taylor Swift herself. Uh, um, frankly and frankly, I think that's a good thing. The fact that people like an artist enough to like contact the DOJ and like figure out like this these are the steps we need to take to make sure that like well, we can see our our, our favorite artist because like that's the whole I thing mean, is like the other thing is that this is this is like a a similar version of organizing to how the NRA works. Where it's just like, if you're able to galvanize your base to just create a mailing campaign to annoy people, you can get things done. Like, I think, I think that's a thing we don't, we don't really think or talk about enough. And that's why I kind of want to center that is that like, if, if there are enough people who are a fan or who have like a vested interest in something, you know, people can use that energy to push forward better and progressive ideals as much as, you know, uh, conservatism can use it to uh, push for regressive ideals. And I feel like sometimes the left is a little bit too squeamish about being like, no, we all need to get out there and we all need to make a push. But like, sometimes it's just as easy as being like, hey, if you don't like how much your Taylor Swift tickets are costing, contact the DOJ, say, hey, Ticketmaster's pretty fucking sus. You need to look into this shit. Be, just like, be annoying. Your government, your government hates you, and you should be more annoying to your government because they hate you. Uh, JFK was wrong. Don't ask what you can do for your uh, country. Ask what your country can fucking do for you. Because the whole point is that your country is supposed to do things for you. You are a single person. You are not the entire governing body of a country. Yeah, demand more. It's ridiculous that, like, 
that we've gotten to the point where like heads of state are not being held accountable for like truly things that in you know in the past we would have beheaded them for <laughs> like <laughs> mm-hmm. no, making um, statements making statements that would have gotten them killed and that's just not happening there's a really funny thing um that got announced this week which was they announced uh like some dude who was doing a a probe into donald trump and one of the things that they said was like one of his bona fides was that he was a united states uh prosecutor for war crimes which Mm. i think is the funniest thing in the world because how many war crimes a year does america prosecute um right none it's it's really funny to me uh someone someone's been talking about this recently uh where it's like you know it's like against the geneva conventions to uh to do most of what america does overseas to to dress as uh uh enemy soldiers like if you're a if you are an invading army it is like against the geneva conventions to dress as civilians or as an enemy soldier uh, yet cops can just do that whenever the fuck they want and get do do it with impunity. Um, I mean, in most of the countries, cops aren't allowed like legally allowed to lie. Uh, yeah, to people yeah, that you know that whole thing about like you can't lie to me if you're you're a cop. It's entrapment. That's true in most countries. America is one of the like four countries on the planet where it is that is not the case. Um. <clears throat> Uh, you know what? Speaking of other countries, and I just I want to rally with a little <laughs> bit of good news this this week. Uh, Jair Bolsonaro is so like literally full of shit and so much of a uh, a man covered in his own doo doo poop uh, that he can't wear <laughs> pants anymore. So apparently it's like a skin thing, but it's so funny. <laughs> like every time Bolsonaro like goes to like the hospital it's the most embarrassing reason uh i I think this is i think this is funny because like uh apparently he's only been working for 25 minutes a day uh which based everybody should only work for 25 minutes a day uh but um actually this is hilarious he's the first incumbent to ever lose a presidential election in brazil um awesome but like he is rushed to the hospital under armed guards because his legs don't feel good. His skin, he's like got skin lesions. And uh, like Jair Bolsonaro is the modern day Habsburg of like, of like I presidents. I don't like <laughs> he's so filled with evil that like his body is like turning it into poop that has to be sucked out of his butthole. And, like, his skin is sloughing off. No, Anna, remember, it doesn't get sucked out of his butthole. It gets sucked out of his nose. Oh, yeah, that's right. Every part of the Bolsonaro story is so fucking funny. I, I, but I also feel like it's hilarious because it's, like, people are like, oh, this is, our, this is the strong man who's going to bring family values back to Brazil. And yeah, he's the, like, the, I'm a man who's literally full of shit. I go to the hospital every single week for some new unknown sickness that is ailing me. And when I'm not, I'm traveling around in a moped picking up 14-year-old prostitutes. It's incredible to me. Yeah, like, literally fascists treat him as this like pariah this like like this god on high 
and he's literally full of shit. <laughs> like, I I know that we just, like, love dunking on Bolsonaro on the show for, for many good reasons, but yeah. it, it's so hilarious that this man, like, because I don't, like, basically, the moment he became president, his body just started breaking down. His body is like, oh, God, um... I can't remember like what it is or like what cartoon it is of like, but he, he's just like every moment of every day, like he's contracted cartoon leprosy where his body parts just like fall off and he scrambles to duct tape them back on or some bullshit. And, <laughs> and he's, he's just like, I see, I'm a real guy. I can do real things. And then just like, you know, his nose will like sloth off or something like that. That's just like, like, and it's just so, funny because it's just it's the metaphorical becoming literal in this really beautiful and interesting way um where he's like the man who's gotten covid the most times in the world or some shit (laughs) he gets the world the guinness book of world record for most times being hospitalized for covid I oh god you know be I know this is like horrible but it's like what what if the fact that his like lesions or whatever is just some sort of mutation of monkeypox because he also has monkeypox I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if his long COVID has just been has just been him getting poop sucked out of his nose like um and you know speaking of long COVID speaking of strong man Donnie's back. Donnie's back, baby. Donnie's, Donnie's back in a back, big way. He's back in a big way, but like, there's uh, he 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 needs to he he has some challengers to the throne, and we need to know if he's like back or if he's back. So, firstly, uh, Donald Trump has uh, has uh, announced his run for president. He has. Um, he. Uh, his speech was fucking awful. So boring. I don't know if you heard any of it. I, I didn't um, hear any of it. Like his speeches have been like some of his speeches have been okay, but a lot of them have been mid. I think part of it is long COVID. Um, and well, I don't the think long COVID, but he, he, he's had people writing speeches for him. He's not just doing the like, no, he, he needs to get consciousness. He needs to get zooted to. up and like go out there. Yeah. My, he, he needs to get say, zooted up on over the counter amphetamines. If you can find the clip of him, like where he announces it, everyone cuts out like the the like ten seconds before he says, "And I'm announcing my bid for president." Um, right before that, he says some shit about um, uh, Desantis, mm. and I can't remember what he's he's like de, de sanctimonious or some shit. Like he says like the most lame ass shit, and the crowd goes, "Oh." Woo. Yeah, I guess. So, so there 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 are some signs there are cracks in the armor. Um that like but one of the biggest ones is that Ben Garrison is no longer uh drawing Trump as an Athenian god. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Garrison uh drew If, if you've Trump lost the Ben Garrison, like... that 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 might be that might be a death now. Well, it's just that like Fox News and I mean, let's be clear, Rupert Murdoch 
uh, also said he wasn't going to bid for Trump last time, but whatever. Uh, River Murdoch and enough. River Murdoch and Trump hate each other. Um, yeah. but <laughs> it, it's really funny. Um, I, I've like I've heard some stuff where it's like, oh, even the uh, you know, it, it's like one of those things where it's like, um, Republicans will list off all of the achievements that Donald Trump has gotten, and it's like but he's still not one of us. And it's like, dude, he he got you three seats on the Supreme Court. He uh, packed the judiciary with like a bunch of 20-year-old uh, trad-calf neoconservatives. Like, he got you. <laughs> he, he, he sucked your guys' dicks so hard and so well, and y'all aren't even like saying thank you. Every uh, time I hear neoconservative, it's just... Alex Jones just saying neocon neocons the neocons and the neocons uh, and the globalist uh what's actually funny is um uh, Alex Jones this week uh, I'm going to just talk about Alex Jones every week until he's yeah, uh-huh. dead because yep. I I want people to know his thoughts on things because his thoughts on things are so funny um he was talking about uh who he would support for the 2024 presidential election mm-hmm. and he was like he was like it currently it's between um trump and uh desantis right now and he's like <laughs> it's like i don't really know who i'm gonna be supporting uh i don't want to say specifically because you know on one hand you got trump who i love he's fantastic he, you know I, I don't necessarily agree with him on his vaccine statements but he's he's done a lot for this country he's done everything he can and then you got DeSantis, who's a dirty piece of shit, and he's not that tough. And like, <laughs> it's like he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna say who I'm supporting, but I love Trump. I want to suck his big fat dick. And DeSantis is a uh, uh, filth, trash. I hate him. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, I, the the thing like about DeSantis is. And we've talked about it a lot, so we don't have to, we don't have to hammer it home too much. Is he just doesn't have swag. He doesn't have charisma. Like he's he's conservative, and you know he's like an organized conservative that's like way more you know outwardly evil than Donald Trump. But he he he's got kind of a whiny voice, and he just doesn't have he doesn't have that Trump thing where if you get Trump to vamp, like the crowd is on his side. Like See, here's Donald Trump if, knows how to get a crowd juiced. Yeah, on a one-on-one debate, there's no way in hell anyone is going to beat Trump. But in uh if you're looking at like just from a uh 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 from like a political standpoint, it would make more sense for the Republicans to run DeSantis because here's the thing. Trump is like such a hot topic of like oh yeah you everyone either hates him or loves him and but like DeSantis even the most hardcore like um i mean even the I, most like hardcore hardcore like trump supporters are like yeah i like DeSantis like i i just feel like DeSantis just doesn't have like not 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 even beyond like having swag like trump i just feel like once you get out of like the weird politics people people look around and go like who 
Like, 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 I just don't think DeSantis has juice the way that the Donald Trump has like name recognition. Like Joe Biden had name recognition because like, sure. He's been in a couple of news stories, but like the average like person who votes is probably just going to be like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, uh, like, I mean, he's no, he's no Martin O'Malley or he's no, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, jeez, I've, I've already, me- I've already memory hold our horrible governor out of our brain. Oh, our governor. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Oh yeah, that's that's how much we hate him. But he was that never Trump guy who was like, I got fat and then I got thin, and um, you know, Hogan. I, yeah, Larry, Larry. He's no see. He's no Larry. Like, I mean, he's not Larry Hogan. But the thing is, it's just like he's he's still a governor. He's still a state governor, and sure, he's the state governor of Florida, and he did some don't say gay bill shit. But like at the end of the day, you look around and you're just gonna see him just being like governor and i just don't think that's like high enough profile to to get you to elected office and i could be wrong but like and i mean the the horrible thing is that joe biden's gonna run again uh and that's just gonna be like that's bad it's it's rough um i mean whatever like uh, it's it's going to be one of those things where the next two years nothing happens because uh, Republicans control the House, Democrats control the Senate. Um, so more nothing is that is already happening is going to keep happening. Uh, Joe Biden's going to keep politely asking the Supreme Court to let him uh, do things. The Supreme Court's going to be like, do you see how many people Trump appointed here? You're not getting shit. And Joe Biden's going to be like, all right, I tried. Yeah. I do think I I I do think the new tactic and I've I've thought this for a while is um that every single democratic presidential hopeful every single democratic president is just going to keep doing the debt forbearance for the next 6 months like trick and every time they're going to say it's final and they're going to try coming up with something and then they're kind of just like gonna just like mealy mouth just do nothing uh, because I think it's more profitable for them to be like, see, we're the only people stopping you from having to pay your student loan debts. Because we can't actually forgive them. But we don't care that much if you do pay them because it's enough of a, like a, a boost to get us something. And like, I don't know. Like, that's just what I think is just like it's 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 just uh, we're we're going to stay in a state of like quasi debt forgiveness where uh if you don't vote for us the the republicans are just gonna like uh the the republicans are gonna make you pay your bills and we're the party if you don't have to pay your student loans this week which you know is something yeah i guess it is something yeah all right we're, we're getting close to the end of this i promise yeah but let me ask you one thing. Let me ask you one important thing. How's that Chainsaw Man going? Fuck. I haven't watched this this past week's episode. Um, um, but 
God, it looks good. Uh, Chainsaw Man's good. <laughs> um, it's funny that like I'm avoiding. I'm still somehow avoiding Evangelion by watching another show you've recommended to me. <laughs> I said somehow. Like I said like a year and a half ago, I was excited for Chainsaw Man, and I knew that Chainsaw Man was going to be one of the biggest anime of the season. I'm genuinely, not a joke, waiting for the Chainsaw Man Fortnite. Um, I, God, I look, power in Fortnite, I would actually start playing Fortnite. I would it, you put Denji in there and give him like his his pickaxe is the two two saw hands. I would mm-hmm. I I would I would buy that in a heartbeat like in a, in a in a second. Um yeah, it's um it's power makes like a blood axe or something like like blood pickaxe or something. Yeah, yeah, the the blood hammer as like as like her thing. I would love that. I think that's genuinely really cool. I think my f- I don't want to spoil Chainsaw Man because as much as I I, I am one of those people who I think spoiling media is truly impossible. Because Well, I, I think the thing about about Chainsaw Man is that it's just so enjoyable. You kind of just want people to like have that freshness. See, well the me. thing is it's it's just like one of those things of like where when um there there isn't there aren't many things that you know people that people can be spoiled by if a if mm-hmm. a piece of media is that good it can truly stand up on its own my thing <laughs> with chainsaw man is that it's so bonkers and like the end of i'm i'm going to assume that it's the end of this season no it will be only so, be halfway it's it's only, only going to get halfway? to it's only going to get to saber devil like it's only, only going to get to Saber slash okay. Katana Devil. Um, okay. Okay. Because, see, that's the thing is, like, I mean, even there, that's a bonkers, like, thing that happens. I mean, we're like, not even we're not even going to get Bomb Devil. Uh, I, I don't even want to spoil Bomb. I don't even want to spoil the, the, that, that name because that name's on its own is, like, holy shit, that happens? That's part of this? Um, uh, when, I, like, this... The, 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 like, so then, yeah, I guess the end of next season is so bonkers. Um, to, to, to kind of just put this into perspective, uh, I had watched the first couple episodes and I had read a lot of Chainsaw Man beforehand. Mm Um, uh, last weekend I had an awful allergic reaction to something and had to go to the emergency room and I was there for like six hours. I spent that whole time just reading all of Chainsaw Man. Um, and I got through it and caught up to the second arc. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, yeah, l- 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 it's so bizarre. I was, like, trying to explain this to people of, like, imagine, like, the end of the first season of One Piece was just, like, uh, uh, like Nami finds the One Piece and then becomes like the main villain of the series <laughs> and then like and then the second season is uh um just like a dating sim it's like the second <laughs> season is what if luffy went to school 
No, not even what if Luffy went to school. What if a new character you've never met before <laughs> is a big fan of Luffy, the Pirate King? And, and like, it's it's bonkers. It makes no sense. What, but what, it's what, what, if so... you, what if you spent 20 chapters asking, where's Chainsaw Man? Right, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. You spend, like, so... <laughs> It's it's less than twenty. I will say that much. It's less than twenty, um, but but it's it's a non it's a non insignificant amount for a show for a show name for a for a book called Chainsaw Man. The first like ten chapters of the second arc has zero Chainsaw Man in it, <laughs> which is great. It's like here's the thing. I want to say. Oh, I love it. I don't. I, say, I don't hate it. I say I that. I say that, but but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, imagine that whole thing happens. That's just the first season of a show. And then the second season starts, and it's like, and it's like Lizzie McGuire, but <laughs> in anime, but it's still just as good. Like, it's still just as intriguing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I think the thing is that, like, uh, F- Tatsuki Fujimoto is a very competent and interesting writer who um despite what he has kind of said about just kind of wanting to make rule of cool stuff uh he's very good at what he does he's very interesting um and also if you if you get the chance read his other one-shot works that he made in between like the year and a half in between chainsaw man ending and chainsaw man part two starting um look back and goodbye airy both of which are um amazing masterpieces in uh writing in talking about like difficult uh because i think that's one of the things that fujimoto does really well that doesn't show up in shonen manga a lot which is he talks about like heavier emotional adult themes um around like individual agency and that's actually why it's kind of similar in a way to evangelion in that it it talks about kind of things that are slightly outside the reach of your standard shonen series. Yeah. I, I, I'm but just... also that chainsaw go burr and your brain is just like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, you know this, uh, but I did, um, in fact, uh, m- you mind make... your PS, uh, your, your, your Vita. I modded. I made a PS Vita. So I, I PS Vita modding. You know that joke that people say of like it's actually really easy to mod your three. Yes, it's uh, shockingly easy to mod your PS Vita. Um, so much so that there are like a thousand different tutorials on how to do it, and each of them is completely different. Like that's how versatile the PS Vita was. Mm-hmm. Um, genuinely not a joke uh the ps vita is still a good piece of hardware and i'm shocked at how ahead of its time it was for how much it flopped it like uh, the it... touch the touchscreen is just as responsive <clears throat> as like modern day phones oh yeah no uh, i i have a vita it's great i think the the big problem was that like phones just like came out like phones were doing a lot of things that the vita could kind of do in a worse way and people were just like yeah but Portable gaming is just like out on, on the outs unless you have like a super big gimmick and not enough people use right. the back touch screen. Yeah, and the back touch screen was crazy. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I you can put like custom themes into your Vita. Um, and there's like a way to like make a custom theme. You just have to have like a specific like XML document and like do all this kind of shit. Um, and I, I, I genuinely, I had spent like maybe seven to eight hours 
like one night just being like, I want a Chainsaw Man theme for my Vita. So I'm I'm making one and I made one and I'm like super proud of it. Um I don't know. <laughs> this is for no one but me. I just wanted yeah. to talk about that. Because it's super fun to just be like, yeah, I have a Chainsaw Man theme on my Vita and it's really cool. <laughs> um also just like I I, I want to take a moment. I want to take a moment and just say this. Um, it's okay to think that a Pokemon game sucks because the performance is bad. I just want, yeah. I want, I want people to understand that right now. So, I also wanted to say this. Um, I, I know that we, we, we've just entered a weird pop culture zone that Avery would well, have shut the down here's the thing. five seconds. I want to do this because yes. if Twitter legitimately does... Uh, like go down this becomes a media podcast immediately yeah like, there is no there is no way it doesn't become a media podcast immediately um, oh yeah look i i have i have a pivot uh podcast uh set up and like uh 10 minutes from launching if twitter goes down uh it look out for my a very particular podcast about our tour directors uh and films uh, it's just like genuinely, um, it's genuinely disheartening to see that like after, um, after like, look, the sword and shield discourse that was going on of people saying like, of people being like, it looks like shit and blah, 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 blah. like, great, whatever. The second they made a game that looks better, like it does look good. Um, sure, yeah, it it looks it for, looks good for for what for, Pokemon games have looked like. Right for for um, like that's the thing is like you just have to catch this and like for a Pokemon game it looks fine. It it looks it looks it looks good for a Pokemon game is what I'm trying sure. to say is like it's got good lighting like the the particle effects are good and like the graphics are good. That's a, a good thing and i want to say that's very very clearly like like sword and shield did look bad it looked bad and that didn't stop me from enjoying the game because i don't play pokemon games for the graphics but if you're gonna make a pokemon game and tout how good the graphics look the least you can do is make a game that fucking works and this is my like i when they announced that they were releasing a new a new pokemon i was like this quick like really like they just released two pokemon games like back to back and you're yeah. putting out a third one and this one looks even crazier um like i hear the actual like, content is good i hear the content is very yeah, good that's what i've been saying that's what i've been hearing is like uh they removed all the good shit in arceus of just like like you can just throw pokemon pokeballs at whatever you want um this game coming out has convinced me to like buy Arceus <laughs> like because I, I I never played it but I, I don't think like I don't it. I'm not sure there's something that can convince me to go back to a mainline Pokemon game uh, until and I will say this when Nintendo comes out with a new console and they port this game over I, I will play this game that's but fair. not until that happens. or or until there is an alternative way to play this game that does not involve it being on the Switch. Yeah. 
Uh, um, from what I hear, some people are very into that idea. And I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to argue with them because I feel like this is one of those things where it's like, look, the, the hardware limitations of the Switch, which is like a very old console at this point, a, a very old console that was uh, low, it was low, it was low power to begin with, but, um, you know, uh, it's time's up. Like, that's the thing is like, I, I feel like uh, this game might run on uh, hardware that doesn't suck. And Nintendo is the only company that knows how to actually get its hardware to work. Like, and they can barely do it. I just, it, it just like, I don't know. I'm just shocked that like, not to say that like, you know, Nintendo is like this big QA standard mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's just like, this game is not good looking. Like, look, uh, people needed something for uh, holiday 2022 and Pokemon. The answer. Yeah, it's people are like complaining about performance issues. And I'm like, it's not performance issues. This shit is like, there are horrible bugs. There are like game breaking glitches and like, the game run can like sometimes run at like a 10 frame rates per second like thing like it's it's ridiculous. and that's just like that's that's just stuff that's unacceptable like that like like we didn't even QA talk about we didn't even talk about trump being put back on twitter i just realized yeah he, trump, he got, like, trump's he back got, on twitter but like he hasn't posted he yet hasn't, so i don't believe it's true he hasn't put anything out yet and 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 there's a reason for that because he's got his own social media that he needs to keep well, the stock option for <laughs> Sure, but the other thing is that, like, I mean, the the greatest thing that is happening is you're just watching people do good retweets of bad Trump tweets, right? Yeah, um, and I mean that's that's a valuable thing in and of itself, um, I believe that. But oh, the other thing uh, that's funny is that um, uh, copyright uh tracking on Twitter is down, so post all of your copyrighted material that you want to. Nobody's looking right now. Mods asleep. Yeah. As of, as of the recording of this, this podcast at, at eleven fifty seven on uh, yeah. November twentieth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, uh, uh, so we should wrap go this. ahead and go ahead and watch hackers on Twitter because it's there. <laughs> God, it's just gonna be like old school YouTube, where it's just like two minute videos of entire movie, uh, in like a tweet thread. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. I've I've been your um uh I I've been your uh my parents told me I had to become a devil hunter, so now I'm just sad all the time, host John. I'm your coffee makes me sleepy, host Anna. Uh this has been the Conditional Materials podcast. You can find us uh, on Twitter at conditional m. Uh you can find everything we do at podgoblin.cool. You can't find me on Twitter anymore because I'm fucking suspended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, just, just, listening. just for reference, I'm the only person tweeting from the conditional materials uh, Twitter account. Trust me. That's about not true. That. I just, I just tweeted something. Well, oh, no, actually, I, no. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. Never mind. You never didn't. mind. Never you mind. Didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, I'm not animating. Anna, I'm not banimating. Anna, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm that's, the that's only horrible. person. 
Yeah, God. You're not getting around bands. I can't believe it. Anna, Anna, you're you're um you're basically going to fight for the YPG away. Uh, you're 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 a drug addiction and going to fight for the YPG away from becoming Bryce. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, remember it could always be worse. It could always be worse. Bye. Bye. <laughs>